welcome to The Entrepreneur. My name is Ian, and I'm launching a startup within a big corporate. In each episode, I'll share with you how that's going and some insights on the process. In today's episode, did I get funding to continue this project? Is my idea really new? And can big corporations innovate fast? Let's start this week's update with some good news. We got approval for the customer validation stage. So this means that now I'm switching to this project full-time. I'm leaving the teaming that I was a part of before. Uh, and now I'm 100% dedicated to making this startup happen. So that's good news. The board that approves this had a few reservations about the project. They're not super bullish on the results. Uh, the only reason why they're willing to fund this, apparently, it's because I'm not asking for a lot of money. Uh, and so they're seeing it as a cheap way to learn. So I guess that's good. Hopefully within the next few months, I can do a pilot that proves that this can actually be done. And we can continue getting funding for the subsequent rounds. So this was the answer to the first question of today. Did I get funding to continue this project? Yes. The second one is, is my idea really new? I think this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs uh, might come across, especially when you start discussing your idea with enough people. There's always someone that heard about something similar somewhere else in the world. Uh, so I wasn't too concerned that my idea might not be 100% original. But what I found is that there is a part of my company in another country. Uh, it's actually mostly in Central America, a few different countries in Central America that they do something very similar to what I want to do. And at first, I was a bit sad to know that there is already something like this. But immediately, I realized that that's great news because it means that it is possible. So I reached out to the people uh, in LATAM and asked them a bit about their experience. Um, and it, it's great. They're doing things I never knew that my company could do. They are serving lots of very small customers, which is not customary for, for my company. They operate a fleet of trucks for their last mile delivery, which again, super unexpected for me. They started even opening physical stores, which was just mind blowing for me. I, I really did not expect uh, that my company would be able to do something like that. So they created this uh, network of physical stores that not only help with branding so that people know the product better and trust it more, but it also works as a sort of a decentralized warehousing operation for them. So they're able to reach more people uh, through those physical stores because then the trucks can leave from multiple different locations. So it was uh, actually pretty exciting. So maybe what I'm doing is not that new, but maybe that's actually good news. It just means that I'll have um, someone's shoulders to stand on. So that's it for this week's update. Now let's move on to the reflection. So for today's reflection, I'll discuss can big corporations innovate fast? And unfortunately, the more I do this, the more I think that the answer is no. But wait until you hear the, the full length of my rant, because at the end there is a but. So what has happened over the past few weeks is that I have seen that the more I progress with this, the more corporate hurdles show up in front of me of things that are slowing me down or making this way more expensive than it should be. And I'll give you a few concrete examples because I always hear, you know, corporates are slow, corporates are slow. But 
I think it's nice to to really explain exactly what's going on. So let me start with the development of the app. The way I see it in the startup world, at least, is that if you get a couple of developers in a few weeks or months, you can put something together that's definitely not your final product. But, you know, it's something that you can at least test with someone to see if it's going in the right direction. When I first scoped this problem with the digital team of my company, the first proposal they came up with was a six-month developing period uh, that would use six full-time developers, right? So it's front-end, back-end, CMS, uh, the product owner. It was so many people. And I was a bit taken aback. It was very expensive. So I, I pushed back a bit and I was able to negotiate it down. But you can see that the, the first thing they propose is way more than you actually need to have. The second is I said, okay, then let's not do that for now. What if I use a website like Shopify just to put something together and test if the customer that we're targeting is even willing to do this kind of purchase digitally? Now, to use Shopify, it turns out I need to get compliance approval because my company doesn't use Shopify today, so I can't just go ahead and use it. I need someone to approve me doing that, right? Then anything I want to create requires legal to be involved to make sure that I'm not breaking any laws, to make sure that we're not exposing ourselves to any risks, make sure that every possible form of IP or trademark is protected. Um, And that, again, takes a long time because you need to tell them everything that's happening. They need to go back and check. And, you know, they also have a lot of other stuff that they're doing at the same time. So your request won't necessarily be a priority at the top of their pile. Then we go into, you know, I want to create a a brand for this. So I want to create a name for the app um, and a logo or something, just something fast. I'm not, I don't want to spend any money on this. I just want to create something fast and stupid just so I can put something out there. If it works, we can then spend some time thinking about this properly. Nope, not allowed. You have to go through the whole marketing process. Uh, The company has an internal marketing group that figures out, you know, what is your brand allowed to do? How aligned does it have to be with the parent company? In some cases, they want it to be aligned. In other cases, to mitigate risk, they don't want it to be aligned. So they need to do, right? It's really, really complicated. And as you can imagine, the sequencing of all of these things is also complicated because for legal to do something, you need to have the answer. But for you to have the answer from marketing, you need to know uh, if you can use Shopify, which requires compliance approval. And that, you know, and you, you keep on going on these loops and you don't know where it starts or where it ends. Um, it becomes really complicated. I've gotten now to the point where I'm engaging with so many different people that I'm not joking, I just received a random email from a person I never heard of that said, hey, I just heard about your project um, and I just want to talk to you to figure out if you need, I don't even remember the acronym, whatever it was, PTCRS approval. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't even, it's so many requests, so so many stupid things I have to do. Um, And what I keep trying to explain to people is this is such a small thing that we're trying to do that having to go through all of these hurdles is going to kill us before we even start. Um, So that's why my answer, my initial answer to can big corporations innovate fast is no. Having that said, there's a but. I think there's a model that makes this possible, which is the studio model, 
Um, and I think my company is looking into this and I really hope that it works. There's already a guy in my company that uh, has been leading some of these efforts and he's unofficially creating a studio. He's trying to make it official, but for now it's unofficial. And one of the things he's doing in that studio uh, to address all of this that I have just explained is instead of having each of the projects have to go through the approval individually for each of these different pieces, he just sat with all of these people and said, let's work together for how many months it takes to figure out a standardized process that we can follow so that every time a small project pops up, we can have a fast lane kind of thing to quickly approve or reject this project. So you're going to give me something like a checklist of, you know, five to 10 items that we have to look out for. And we're going to submit a quick answer to you on those five to 10 items. And just based on that, you can tell me yes or no. And of course, if this becomes bigger and it really works out, we can go in through the more, more detailed assessment, but let's not kill it before it starts. So I think there are ways to figure this out, but you need the corporation's backing to make sure that this is a system-wide approach and it's a top-down initiative, um, as opposed to having each founder sorting this out on their own. So that's my reflection for this week. Um, I actually am really interested in the studio model. Uh, I'm going to try to talk to this guy a bit more, understand where this is going. Who knows, maybe I'll even have him on the podcast. Let me know if you think this is interesting. And we can see how can we make corporations innovate faster. That was it for today's episode. If you have any comments, questions, or just want to reach out, I'd love to hear from you on Twitter. At JEntrepreneur. J as in journal, underscore intrapreneur. Take care and see you next week.